0: See, the the kids are in with us for worship this morning, just so you know, so come on in. And uh, we're glad you're here today. By the way, live streamers, if we're jumping up on live stream, and you're jumping on this morning, it's good to see you. And Lori and, and Pat, say hi also. Let's come on in. Let me open in prayer this morning. come to your house and, and be with you this morning. Lord, it's, it's a new year and we dedicate our year to you. We're going we're to kick it off with worship and, and communion this morning, Lord. So we, we praise you and we do worship you. In all, all the things that we do, we, we aim to glorify you. I pray this morning our time together does glorify you. And our worship and our praise glorifies you. And our time in the word, it glorifies you. For you are King of kings, you are Lord of lords. So come be with us this morning. Holy Spirit, come. We pray that your, your presence is felt today. Be manifest with us this morning. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: God not made of one being with the father for us and for our salvation he came down from heaven by the power of the Holy Spirit he was born of the Virgin Mary and became man for our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate he suffered died was buried. On the third day, he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Christian and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and we look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come.
2: See
0: First Sunday of the new year, we took time in our worship to partake of communion together. That we would, as families this morning, consecrate our year to what these tables mean. See, you see the, the Christian faith is founded upon the symbolism we find in, in the bread and the cup. For all that we believe, for all that we hope for, for all that we stand in, is found here. The mystery of communion that we're going to take together today. That we would kind of set off this new year on on the right foot. Right here. So what I'd like this morning is, is in just a moment, come down and and, and grab the elements to come down, the center aisle and kind of filter around the other way. And, and if you're with some kids this morning, uh, take a moment and just talk to them about it. I'm, I'm going to give you a couple, couple moments to do that. Just explain what this is all about to your children. If you don't have family today, that, that's great. Just, just wait on us a minute, and we'll all partake together. Okay? So I invite you to come to the table of the Lord. It doesn't matter if you haven't been here in a long time. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if, if, if you're very consistent partaking of this I invite you to the table of the lord this morning and my prayer is that in some manner that you meet him here amen so so if you would come this morning you don't have to partake if you don't want to that's okay but but if you'd like to come this morning and pick up the elements to them about it, if you will, just explain this. As as parents, our goal as a church is to to partner with you in the raising of your kids in faith, but I believe parents, you guys, obviously are the central role, so any time that I can spark conversation about Jesus between you and your kids, we're winning a little bit, I think, so so we'll, we'll take time for that. what you can calendar year to you as a church family this morning that we gathered on the this first Sunday of this new year as a church family we partake of the symbolism of your broken body and your shed blood together that all that we do will be founded upon this right here the fact that your physical death and the shedding of your blood Then and in the resurrection of your body from the dead, and everything that it means, we thank you for that. So this morning as we partake of the bread together, symbolic of your physical death on the cross, we do so in remembrance of what you did, and we thank you for that. Let's partake of the bread this morning together. blood that we find the forgiveness of our sins and we stand in that the new life afforded to us because of our forgiveness thank you jesus and we proclaim to live this year in freedom the freedom that you've brought to us from our sins to live in you in new life and abundant life we call that forth for each one of us here this morning as we partake of the cup, we we do so in remembrance of the shedding of your blood. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Partake of the cup together. Let's just thank him for a moment for the work of the cross, remembering what that means for you in all things, Just speak some praise out to him. We worship you today. We praise you, Jesus. We're so thankful. So thankful for what you have done. We glorify you today. In other words, everything that we are, we we give thanks. And we lift you high. In other words, you are preeminent in our lives. All things to you. All things for you.
2: Church of God, you can go around and greet your neighbors, your family of faith. Uh, Release your children if you have them today.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Well, it's good to see everybody today. Happy New Year. I hope you had a restful last couple of days. I know I did. It was nice to relax. Amen. We'll take up and offerings, so if you do have something to give, you can prepare that. Offering envelopes are in the seat in front of you, or wave your hand around, and one of the ushers will help you out. Another year committed to Living in the provision of God, amen? And yes. our tithe and our offering is, is always a statement that we believe. How, how many of y'all believe amen. that God is who he is and he will always do what he says he will do? Amen. So every time you give, you're making that statement. You're saying, we believe God, you are a provider. Therefore, we honor you with our increase and our, our tithe and our offerings. So let me pray over that this morning. Lord Jesus, we, we uh, come to you once again today and, and the time of our giving, Lord, that, that the tithe is holy unto you, and we bring it to you and consecrate how we live in our finances. Every increase that comes into our life, Lord, we just, we just give it back to you. And we say, Lord, we honor you because you are our provider. In all the things that we do, teach us, Lord, how to, to live in what you bring to our lives in a way that honors you in all things. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Everybody says, Amen. Amen. Bring it this morning if you have it. Uh, a couple of announcements is today kicks off our yearly 21 days of prayer. And Christine, you're allowed to shout right there. Go ahead. Amen. All right. <clears throat> hey, hey prayer, prayer, is a, prayer is a good thing. Don't, don't think of prayer like, hi, Colin. Amen. All right. Hey, I thought you wanted to. Just throw something in there, but that's good. Um, prayer, prayer isn't your broccoli. Prayer should be like your, your Hershey bar or something. I mean, it's a good thing, amen? Um, how many of y'all like Hershey bars, anyways? Who, knows? Who does? Good. Did you know that's where I grew up? I grew up in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Did you know that? So my pleasure for the Hershey bars that you eat, I'm kidding. But my grand, no, I don't know why I'm saying this. My grandfather actually had a dairy farm, and he was one of the many dairy farms that provided milk to the chocolate factory anyways another story um what was i saying oh it's prayer is not broccoli all right so in other words don't think of it as oh prayer no think of it as good prayer i need to pray i want to pray and i want to get in the presence of god i want to be with him okay so we're kicking off 21 days of prayer to consecrate our year in other words to set aside to dedicate our year to the lord and as a family of faith, starting today through January the 22nd, we're calling for 21 days of prayer. And I think the should sure have given these out. This is a simple prayer guide for you to use if you'd like, and it's got what 10 things on here, including the last one, are, is about your specific needs and requests. That, that way, I thought, uh, as a church family, we are united in things that we're praying during this time. Amen. And that's what this is about. So what's happening during this time is nothing extra and special other than we are starting back up our uh, Monday prayer from 6 to 7 on Monday. So I encourage you to come out tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock to pray. And then each day during this 21 days, uh, take time to pray through this list and and then whatever else. And then uh, with that, I'm encouraging you one day during the next three weeks to take a day and fast. And, and we fast. You know, the Bible says that while Jesus was with the disciples, they didn't fast. But when he left, that they would. Now, how many are a disciple of Jesus? And how many know that he still hasn't come back again? So we are people who are called to fast. How much, how much should you fast, by the way? This is something we, we talked about. We'll get back into teaching about these things. How much, whatever's on your heart. It's not legalistic. It's not a, a checklist thing. But whatever is laid on your heart... That's what you do, right? So I encourage you uh, over the next three weeks, take one day, 24-hour period, and fast, okay? So uh, just for example, tomorrow, I'm going to kick the week off. My day of fasting is going to be tomorrow. And uh, again, it's calling forth the return of Jesus in a certain way. It's emptying you out so to be more uh, full of him. In a certain way, it's teaching you to deal with your physical body, you know, that you are in control. Right? And in other words, you're learning self control with the fruit of the Spirit. It has a lot of different things that it means. But uh, so, not only are we going to fast as a church family, but this either reconfirms or or maybe for you, it's a good way to start a a habit of your life of daily prayer. So, if you don't have a habit of your life of daily prayer, I encourage you to do so. So, maybe this 21 days will help establish that pattern. And also for the fasting, not just during this three weeks, but maybe it'll help develop a pattern of fasting in your life also, okay? So if you have questions about that, you can see me about it. But anyways, let's pray together over the next 21 days. And the only other announcement I got is, uh, don't forget, we got coming up February the 11th and 18th, two Friday nights from 7 to 9 p.m., uh, marriage nights. So if you're married or wanting to get married or about to be married, this is good for you. We do have child care. We'll provide some food. Uh, we'll, we'll cover uh, some different topics those two nights. So, uh, 11th and 18th, and what's wonderful about that is, is if, you're, if you're married, Valentine's Day is right in the middle of it. Amen. So, anyhow, that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. So, get your Bibles out. And uh, we're going to get into the Word today. So, something I'm going to uh, maybe jump into over the next two or three weeks. Um, It's the new year. Now, I'll be honest with you. I am not a big, giant fan of what you would consider New Year's messages. I'll be honest with you. Uh, Because I think in the church and and for the person that's standing up here doing this, we have a tendency to feel pressured to oversell the moment, if you know what I mean. So in other words, you you can hear a lot of this stuff coming from a pulpit this time of year. I guarantee you, you're going to have the best year of your life. And eventually, at some point during the year, you go, hey, can I have my money back on that? You, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not here to oversell the moment. Now, I, I do pray you have a, a wonderful year, a great year, maybe even the best year of your life. But, but I'm not here to oversell the moment. But I, I do know uh, that we are headed into this year. It came, for me anyway, personally, it came like a freight train coming out of tracks. You know, it's like you couldn't stop it. Not that it's a bad thing, but... To say it nicely, we've had quite a last couple years. That's the best way you can put that. And I think it sometimes at the calendar year, when things change over, uh, you know, we, we feel like things are new, but yet, you know what, today is the same it was December 31st in a lot of ways, right? And just because the calendar year changed over doesn't mean just everything just automatically is new. I wish it was, but it's not. But... What I want to do over the next two or three weeks is I want to uh, bring some foundational things about what we as believers can do when we roll into times and seasons that we want to see change and maybe the change isn't quite happening as we want to see it. Now, I'm not a big New Year's resolution guy. Anybody make resolutions? Anybody? It's okay if you do. I'm not a big one. All right? And I know, like, like, I know some of you probably were like, hey, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to eat better. How many of y'all are on that train right there? Then you come in the church, and Tish got pie all over the back table. And immediately, you're tempted in church to break your resolution on January the 2nd. Thanks, Tish. But, uh, so it's okay to make resolutions and set goals. There's nothing wrong with that. that I, I do, What I do at these times, I don't necessarily set resolutions, but it's a time of reflection for me. It is a time of planning, of looking forward. That's what I do at these times uh, of calendar changes. Um, But I do want to uh, challenge you in some things as we're heading into 2022. Um, But let me just say this. This isn't really part of my message, but I just wanted to throw this out. Uh, Write this verse down. Some of you are familiar with this, maybe not, so write it down. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10. The great prophet Isaiah calling forth hope for Israel and the state of Israel at that time. And he said something that that I think we can grab hold of. Isaiah 41.10, so do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I'll uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. So how about this? Write that one down. And then uh, make that a part of your prayer. Now, now, we've been talking on Wednesdays in the Psalms about learning how to pray the Scriptures. And it's not, it's not isolated to the Psalms, by the way. This is a good uh, prayer from the Scriptures that we can stand in. You, you pray, Lord Jesus, today, I will not fear, for you are with me. And I lift myself up to you. I'm not going to be dismayed, for you are my God. I pray that you strengthen me and you help me. I pray that you uphold me with your righteous right hand. Amen. So, so how about use that one to grab a hold of uh, for 2022, and I almost said 21, 22, as going forward. No matter what life is throwing at us, that we won't live in fear. We will not be dismayed because God is who he is. We will live in his strength. We will live in his help. And we will live in the fact that he upholds us with the might of his right hand, for he is righteous. Amen. So with that, keep in mind, this is a phrase that I use a lot, and I want to remind you about it again today. Remember, God is with you. If you need to write this down, God is with you. God is for you. Do you believe that? God is working for your good. Nothing can separate you from his love. Do you know that? All things are possible for those who believe. You write that down. God is with you. God is for you. God, he is working for your good. Nothing can separate you from his love. All things are possible for those who believe. That's something that I put out there because I want people to grab hold of who God is and what he is about and what he does because he's intensely personal to us. He is with us. He's for us. He's working for our good. You can't be separated from his love. As a matter of fact, if you believe, anything's possible. That's the God that we serve, amen? Maybe that's another thing. And if some of you find yourself in discouragement a lot, if so, I encourage you to write that down big on a piece of paper, And stick it on your bathroom mirror. Because I'm assuming you brush your teeth every day. I hope. All right? And every day when you get into that bathroom to get ready for whatever you do during the day, you see, and the first thing you see, God's with me. And he's for me. He's working for my good. Nothing can separate me from his love. All things are possible if I simply just have faith and believe. Amen. I want you to be encouraged and, and find yourself in that this year. Okay, that wasn't part of my message. I just thought I'd throw that out. Psalm chapter 13. I'm going to give you three things today, kind of more basic things, that I want you to head into this new year with. Psalm 113, verse number 1. It says, praise the Lord. Praise O servants of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. From this time forth and forever, from the rising of a sun to its setting or the going down the same, the name of the Lord is to be what? What's it to be? Praise. Oh, come on. Let me hear What's it to be? Praise. There you go. Now, I don't know about you. Now, it's, it's, it's overcast today. We, we had a, a, a tad bit of snow this over the night. It rained all day. Kind of a miserable day. No, you can't see the sun. The sun did come up today, did it not? And you're probably not going to see it because I guess it's supposed to be overcast all day. The sun is going to set today also, right? Did the sun come up yesterday? Did it set yesterday? Yep. And is it going to come up tomorrow? Yep. From the rising of a sun to the place that it sets. From the sunrise to the sunset. The name of the Lord is to be praised. I want to encourage you in 2022 that the basic attitude that you have with your life starts right there. That each and every day that you have the privilege to take a breath. That that means you're what? You're alive. Amen. Amen that in the realization of that, don't don't take for granted the life that you have. Amen. And that every single day, from from the rising of that sun, to to the the sunset, the going down to say, I won't have the attitude that today, the name of the Lord will be praised from my lips and in my life. See, if, if we really believe in a God who made that. Didn't he make it? If we believe in the God who made that, then certainly the response to it is that praise will be on my lips. See, See, the rising of the sun every day is a reminder that God is faithful. You can bank on it happening. If the sun doesn't rise tomorrow, there's a whole lot of stuff that's going on. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? You just best be ready, all right? But but I'm, I'm going to bank on it, that tomorrow morning, I'm not sure what the official sunrise time is right now at this time of year. I don't know what time did it get light like today. 7.30, I don't know what it was. Yeah, when the, when the sun comes up tomorrow and, and you can start to see the light, remind yourself, God is faithful. And And... Now, you understand that God made nature in a way that reminds us a lot about him. God, you know, nature is not God. Let's not go there. That, that's heresy. But, but we can see God in it. And how God creates the rhythms of, of nature and the seasons that we live in, that there's something that's shown about him that he is faithful. You know, God does not change. How he was yesterday, he is today, and he will be tomorrow. And if I have have the fortune to live as old as Tom is, is old, God will be the same then too if I get to live a few more seasons of my life. Amen. And every time that sun rises, it's a reminder that God is faithful and he does not change. He is who he is, therefore, I will praise him. Now, I'm not going to oversell the moment. I'm not going to tell you every time the sun rises, it's the best day of your life. I can't do that, right? But I can say the sun is going to rise, and you're going to have a day, and you're going to breathe and be alive, and our response to that is that praise will be on my lips every day. As a matter of fact, the best thing you can do, by the way, the best thing you can do, if, if you're up before the sun, great, if not, when your eyes open and the sun's already up, the first thing that comes to your mind is, Lord, I praise you today, for you are highly exalted, and I worship you, and I give my day to you. Then go about your day. Amen. That, that we will live, not just 2022, but, but every day of our life with praise on our lips. It's not hard, by the way. You don't have to be an ex. You don't have to be an expert uh, appraiser. You know know what I'm saying? It's like the professional appraisers. You know, I'm not a professional appraiser. I am appraiser, though, if you know what I mean. Is that a word, appraiser? I'm not sure. Not appraiser. A appraiser. All right. I'm not. Anyhow. Um, There's not. You don't have to do formal prayers you can do that pray the scripture but the praise on your lips the intimacy with your god and the expression of that and whatever that is to you praise him for he is who he is so whatever your day entails is started with some praise and then when the sun goes down another reminder because it's going to go back down. The sun's going to set. Another reminder, oh, God is faithful. And he is who he is. I love, I love, I'm an outdoors guy. I love to catch the sunrise, and I love to catch the sunset. I will actually pause my day to look just for a moment. And this scripture is always on my mind when I do so. I love to catch it. As this consistent daily reminder, because it happens every day, that God is who he is, and God doesn't change, and God is faithful, and all the things that that means to me, the wonderful creator who set this in motion, today I will praise you. For you are my God. Amen? Imagine how life can be if you will do that. Again, I can't promise you your, your days are going to be incredible every day, but I can promise you that God is with you. I can say that. That's not overselling anything. That's fact. That's in the scripture. That every day God is with you and he doesn't forsake you. As the rhythms of the season teaches us that that as long as those rhythms are in place, that God is who he is. And then when those rhythms stop and there's new heaven, new earth, then a whole other revelation about who God is. God never changes. And he is with us. He's with us through whatever happens in our everyday So whatever goes on January 3rd tomorrow, if you go back to work, and whatever happens at work, whatever happens to your family life, whatever's going on in your finances, whatever's happening in anything, God is with you, and God is for you. God is working for your good, and no matter what's going on, nothing can separate you from his God, his love. As a matter of fact, I would say, then start believing, because anything's possible, Amen. So let, let's be people of praise that the Lord's goodness is on our lips every single day. Here's a second thing. Lamentations chapter number three. So if, if you're looking for Lamentations, <clears throat> find Ezekiel. It's right in front of that. So it goes Isaiah, Jeremiah, Lamentations, then Ezekiel, the great prophets of the Old Testament. Uh, Lamentations most likely is attributed to the prophet Jeremiah. Uh, It is actually a a lament. A lament is a time of mourning. Jeremiah wrote it in in response to uh, the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians and and the history that's there with that. But in the midst of of the mourning and everything that's going on for the nation of, of Israel, which at that point was all negative, here is part of the hope that Jeremiah sees in God in the midst of that tough time. So Lamentations chapter number three, verse 22. The steadfast love of the Lord, it never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new, how often? Every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I will hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the soul who seeks him. It is good that one should wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. See, The other thing I want want to remind you about and put in in the foundation of of how you approach everything that's going on in your life is that every single morning the mercies of God are all brand new. That's just another way of saying it never stops. As as much as God is faithful as the rising of a sun, so is he faithful in his mercies that are new every single day. So when that sun rises and and you take a moment and and remember that and praise is on your lips, also remember that today his mercies are there for me. As a matter of fact, other translations, uh, at the beginning of what I read there, verse 22, I said, for the Lord's great love we are not consumed. For his compassions, his mercies, they never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. God's love, who he is, and what he's about brings us to a place in our life that we are not consumed by the troubles of our life. Amen. How many are thankful for that? How many know that because of God being who he is that life has no place to consume you? In other words, utterly take you out, take you apart, break you down. God's mercy is anew every morning. That rising of a sun is a reminder that God is faithful not only in being there, but God is faithful in then what he is and what he does for us. Again, that you remember that. No matter what your day brings, you know what? But in the midst of this, the mercies of God are there for me. And I'll grab hold of that, and I will live in that. Amen. See, see, this God, who is a good God, I will live in his goodness. I will live in his mercies. And I can do that again because God does not change. Do you know, you know that God is relentlessly after you? Did you know that? And in so many different ways that he does so, but... But God, see, see God in, in, in being relentlessly after you, it's not just the sun rose, I'm going to praise him, and I know his mercies, but he desires for those mercies to be real and alive in your life. You know that. That God being after you in such a way because of his great love for you, and his great love for you says, I don't want your life to be consumed by life. Here is what you need to make it. And through the mercies of who he is and his great love for us, we have available to us to make it each and every day. Grab hold of that. See, Lord, today I'm going to praise you, but I'm also going to remember your goodness is a gift to me. Your mercies is a gift to me. Therefore, today I will embody what that means. And you seek him. So, so a couple questions, by the way, or, or a question. If this is the case, if God is there for you in such a way that, that he's intensely personal, if God is there for you in such a way that, that life cannot consume your life, if, if you know what I mean by that, what do you do in each day that shows that you need him? You know what I mean? If God is there and you say, well, I need him, but what are you doing that shows that? What is happening in your life that responds? See, See, as much as God is relentlessly pursuing you, he can't force it, and he can't make it happen. He can't shove it in you. It's, like, it's not like you're saying, no, and he's like pulling your jaw open and shoving it down your, your throat anyways. He's not like that. But what do you do in each day that shows that you need God? Are you a person who takes those moments to connect with him with the avenues that he's given us? Worship, word, prayer, fasting, and so forth. Every day. What are do you doing that shows that you need him? I know I need him. I know every day, my listen, and we said this before, on my best days I need him, not just my worst days. I know I need him on my worst days, but I got to realize I'm, I need him on my best too, right? What am I showing each day that, that shows that I need him? Again, it's, 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 not, it's not this legalistic uh, checklist, but, but the moments that you just, just God, I, I desire you. I need your mercies today. I need your goodness today. For I'll praise you because you're God. I want you personally in my life. See, the rising of the sun and, and the mercies that are new every single day, the things that those evoke in us, the rising of the sun, the faithfulness of God, the creator of God, the mercies that he puts in front of us, these things are there before us. Listen, every single day. Every day of your life, the sun rose and the sun set. Every day of your life, the mercies of God were before you. Every day, whether or not you realized it. Every day, whether or not you were conscious of it. Every day, whether or not you were paying attention. It was there. What are you doing in response to that? That that means a lot. Now, now, God gets a hold of us in ways beyond our understanding, but you have to open the door. It, some, sometimes it's the simplicity of life. In those moments of just simply saying, "Lord, I praise you today. Please, please, do as you will in my life today." It's sometimes that simple. And you just open the door for God to be who He is. It, it's it's as simple enough as enough as to carve out a little time and. Take a few moments in this. Holy Spirit, I'm, I'm just gonna read. Please, please show me and guide me in the word today. And just, just read a little bit. Take some time. It's simple, simple stuff. It's as simple as the fasting. Lord, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fast lunch today. I just I just want to dedicate myself to you. And you fast to lunch. You know, and, and simple, it doesn't have to be big, giant And That can be if the Lord's calling you in deep, go deep, but so, it's not always that way. It's, the simple stuff that we do that opens the door for for allowing ourselves to live in the mercies of God that hold life out in a way that you're not consumed. Now, I'm assuming that when Jeremiah writes this, I'm not assuming, but there there was a lot of trouble. It wasn't the absence of trouble, but it was the absence of being entirely consumed by that trouble. You know what I mean? That we see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, even in the midst of times of trouble. You can have that. You can live in that if you will seek him in a way that allows him to do that. So every day the praise is on my lips at the rising of the sun, And the reminder that his mercies are new in that day, in that moment, for that time, and I can live in it. But, but there, there's another response. Here's the third thing. Colossians chapter 3. Go back into the New Testament. Letter from Paul to the church in Colossia. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 12. Going to read in down to uh, verse 17, but Paul getting into this newness of life. Colossians chapter 3, verse number 12. Put on, then... As God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has to complain against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so also you must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony, and let the peace of Christ rule your hearts, which indeed you were called into one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching you and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing songs and hymns and spiritual songs, with thanksgiving in your hearts to God. So so that's the newness of life that Paul is challenging us to put on in our, our newness in Jesus. But I wanted to get to verse 17. And whatever you do, in word and deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ giving thanks to, the God, to God the Father through him. Could we as people who, who claim to, to believe and to be disciples of Jesus, can we be a people who then commit all that we do as unto him? No matter what you say, no matter what action comes from your life, whatever reaction comes from your life, Whatever your day entails, can we commit to, to saying, Lord, everything that I do today, I'm going to do it as unto you. you imagine how much that would change our life if we lived that way? Oh, my goodness. That, that every, every word that I speak to a, a person, that in a way it gives thanks unto God and we do it for Jesus. Our, our, our tongue and, our, and what we say would change a whole lot. Every action that I do towards a person when something happens to me, whatever my reaction is, whatever that is, that I can do it in such a way and afterward I can say, in the way that I did that, that honored Jesus because I'm putting on the new, new self, all the things that came before it. I'm going to put on love and, and compassion. I'm going to learn how to forgive. All the things that I do, that I do it, as unto the Lord. So, so, a way to get into our year, if you want to talk about how should I approach 2022, approach it this way: that every day I'm going to praise Him because the sun came up and the sun's going to set every day. I'm going to praise Him. Every day, that sun rising and sun setting is going to remind me that His mercies are there for me, and they're new every day. They're right there for me. And I'm going to commit my days, no matter what they are, I'm going to do everything that I do as unto him. Can we do that? I don't think I'm overselling. That's a challenge. It's a challenge of how we approach life as those who claim to believe in the creator God who has saved us. And, and, And we'll get into this a little bit next week, just a reminder. Do you realize this will automatically cause you to be a light in the world? You know that. You, just, you won't be able to help it. Praise on your lips every day. You're, you're, you're striving to be in the mercies of God, and everything you do, you dedicate it unto God, and it's a response, and a word, and an action that's that Christ-like in, in what you do. But your light will be shining, and you don't even know it. Amen. So the guy's got uh, some... Note cards, they're going to give one out to everybody. You'll hand those out for me. This is how we're going to close out today. If you don't have something to write with, uh, maybe your neighbor does. I just assume everybody comes and takes notes at church. (laughs) Um, That was a joke. Anyways, uh, what I'd like for you to do today as we close I want you to write, and we're going to pray over these before we go today. And I'm going to do this again next week for those who weren't able to be here today. I want you to write on this note card one, two, or three things. Something maybe you need God to intervene into in your life. Something that you'd like to see change about. Something that you have a goal set in. Something, I I don't know, it could be a a wide variety of things, but write a thing or two down on this paper. This kind of like, the main, how about this, the main things that consume your thinking. How about that? The main things that consume your thoughts. Because in the mercies of God that are new every day, we are called to cast our cares upon him. This is what I want you to do. I want you to write a couple things down. If you don't have something to write with, you can wave your hand around We do have some loose pens and pencils laying around back there. Maybe they can get you one. Then what we're going to do is we're going to fold them up. I'm going to have you come down just for a moment. I'm going to agree very quickly in prayer with each one of you, just as a point of contact. And then I want you to take this and put this somewhere. I'm not going to keep this. I don't want it. Where you can see it. So this is an odd story. So when I was first a youth pastor, when I was first a youth pastor, um, this evangelist came to town. It was this old guy named Clyde Dupin. I'm sure nobody knows this guy. But at that time, that was probably 25 years ago, he would do small revivals around the country. So when he came to town, somehow I got nominated to do youth night for him. So I got involved with this guy. Anyways, at, at his, uh, at his uh, crusades or, or revivals, he was giving out these folded over pieces of paper. They were about this big. And printed on them, it says, uh, I believe in miracles. It was just this thing. It was given out so people can put it somewhere in their house, okay? I still have that thing. And it's in in a bookshelf in my office. It's kind of stuck over some books. You don't really see it. And from time to time, I write things down, and I slide it in that little piece of paper that says, I believe in miracles. It's just my way of testimony, testimony to myself that I believe that God can do anything. And, and here's what I'm asking for. Here's what I'm believing for. Maybe that last thing I was saying, uh, God, God's with you, he's for you, he's working for you. Good, nothing can sep- separate you from his love. And all things are possible to those who believe. Amen? So, so maybe, maybe what's on your paper isn't that giant or big, but maybe it is. Maybe, maybe this is big. Whatever it is, I would encourage you to take this before the Lord every single day in 2022, also add it to the stuff that we're talking about. And I would love, I would love, if you remember at certain times through this year, or maybe spill into 2023, for you to come back and say, you know what, that day I wrote this down in that paper. Do you know that God answered that? And I'd love, love to say, hey, you know what, we got a testimony today. And and here's some good stuff. Okay? That's what I'd love to see. How many of y'all have something written down? Anybody? Okay. Stand up on your feet. If you don't, it's okay. Stand up on your feet. What I'd like to do this morning is, is I want you to actually kind of get in a line here. And I just want to grab a hold of you. And I'm just going to agree with you just for a moment. Every person just for a second. Come on down. And I'm going to believe. This is how we're going to close out today. When I'm done praying for you, you can head home. By the way, Rick Burks, Pastor Rick Burks is going to be here Wednesday night. So come on out. He's going to have a good word for you. All right. So, but I'll see you Wednesday and Sunday.